and welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner, manner. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for tuning into episode 36.0 of the Run Amok Podcast, shout out to Rashid Wallace, presented as always by Juncture Magazine. I'm your host, David Stahl, and before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to acknowledge that last week we felt like it wasn't appropriate to release our episode and wanted to let more important voices come to the forefront amidst the protest against injustice and the advocacy for the Black Lives Matter movement. Of course, those messages are just as important today, but We're back with our recording from last week to offer maybe a bit of levity to your day. Uh, As always, be sure to tune into JunctureMagazine.com to read Volume 8 of our free online magazine with articles surrounding the weekend's new album, Ben Affleck's turbulent career, the fate of the Olympics, and so much more being featured. Additionally, and more importantly, we want to remind people to donate to organizations like the ACLU, Black Lives Matter, the NAACP, and other reputable organizations to contribute to the cause if you're able to, as well as safely attend protests, email your government officials, and sign every petition you see to spark some change. With that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, this is my. You actually have malaria though, for real. Um, self-diagnosed for real. Oh, okay, Absolutely. for real. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yes. Yes. But it is real, very real. And um, so I'll tell you how it happened. Medical update of the week. <laughs> I was outside and a mosquito bit me yeah. and and I, I received a bite. And I so I've I've looked on but the bite didn't go away. So you're right now you're thinking, oh, he just got a mosquito bite. Yeah. Like your reaction didn't look like <laughs> Well, that's usually how it goes. They bite you, and then you you have a little bump on your arm for a couple days, maybe. Yeah. And it's yeah. itchy, and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. But I, didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I thought, you know what? That's fine. Just a slightly more intense mosquito. A fully, maybe a mosquito going through puberty or something. Mm-hmm. It had a little more juice going on. I don't know. I don't know the biology of a mosquito. Steroids, I maybe. I don't know. Want to get too crass. Yes, yes. Maybe, yeah. Performance enhancing but bite. And so couple days go by and now it's on it's on my left hand thank god this is my my right hand is my podcasting hand as many Mm. people know thank god (sighs) thank god indeed because i don't even i'm not even gonna turn my hand over right now you know what i'll turn it over and if you wouldn't mind because i want to show you gary if you wouldn't mind i'll just censor it yeah yeah, or censor or something oh god <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, it's super. Yeah, but people should would, see that. No. You would assume malaria, right? Oh, immediately. And so I don't want to get on into all the gross nitty gritty details mm-hmm. um, of how it's evolved, uh, because again, start off as just a red, a red little bite. It's no, as you can attest, Gary, it's no longer that. I don't no, even want to get into what it looks. It's really like. evolved. It's almost green looking, purple. Google in M WebMD. Uh, malaria bite and pretty much every one of those symptoms and more so and more so I'm assuming this is a new strand this is like malaria 19 yeah malaria 20 malaria 20 whole yeah, new strand so whole new strand so 
I mean, thoughts and prayers. We got this podcast is, is falling apart. We uh, pretty soon man. it's just gonna be me. Yeah, Carson is is suffering from the bird flu. I'm suffering from malaria. Caleb is suffering from crippling shyness. I fell down and... the stairs yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So let's get in. Let's just let's. That's a perfect transition. <laughs> I've always said the perfect transition is I fell down the stairs yesterday. So yeah. you fell down the stairs. It's time for our vibes of the week and our anti vibes of the week. So let's start off with. I was hoping to start off on a positive note too. Oh, we're starting off with the anti vibe. Let's start off with the negative. You fell down the stairs. Give me the context. I was literally just going down the stairs and all my stairs are carpet. So, and I had socks on and I just, I, I kind of slipped. I didn't fall forward luckily, or that could have been really bad, but I just like slipped and like slid down all the way. And I like kind of landed on my wrist and it was a little swollen. So, but it's all, oh. it's all good now. There's no, no swelling. Oh God. Oh, Gary, please censor that. Oh, really? Please censor that Is one it that as well. Bad? No one wants to see that. It looks, it's enormous. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe I'm just used Looks to like it. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you got malaria on there. I'm I might have from the those deadly steps. Yeah. And first, man, that's a de- yeah, that's a devastating anti vibe of the week. Yeah, it was it was at Are like you... twelve o'clock at night too. I was just like out of it, ready to go to bed. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your I day's just had to done. Do that. You said that one step. Yeah, quite literally. Quite literally, one more step, and I would have been fine. But nope. Wow. Wow, that's a devastating turn of events. Yeah, well, I think been, I saw you listening uh, to Black There's a new uh, "Carefree" by Mick Jenkins. That song, that song slaps. I think that's my slap? positive vibe of the week. Oh, and it's dope. also kind of in theme with all this, uh, like the Black Black Lives Matter protests and stuff. Yeah, the video is pretty good too. Like, uh, I I would recommend checking out "Carefree" by Mick Jenkins. Solid now, song. Speaking on this, I, this wasn't even a planned positive vibe of the week, uh, mm-hmm. but. Speaking on what you just said in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement and us talking about the idea of listening to experts and taking that time to read before uh, you decide how you want to advocate. Mm-hmm. So, killer Mike, man. Oh, yeah. His oh. speech was incredible. This, this, and this dude, I was actually listening like two weeks ago um, to like just – not, not his music, just like his his former speeches out on a Black Lives Matter or other political issues. Like this dude is always at the forefront of every issue. Mm-hmm. But what I love about what he does and how he conducts himself is that he never jumps to one stance. Like he's he's a very progressive guy, but I mean specifically yeah. on that side of progression, he never jumps to one uh, sort of avenue. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he reads a lot, listens a lot, and when he speaks, it's so eloquent and educated. It, yeah, that speech in particular was oh man. I, I just like I like his approach. He's not telling you how to live your life. He's not telling you. He's like educating you. He's giving he, you the facts, he, giving you the information. Yes. He's, he's not telling you, hey, you can't post this uh, Blackout Tuesday post, or you have to post it. He's yeah. not. He's not saying. He's not but giving he's, you ultimatums he's but he's also you. someone who's never going to be caught up in in something look the, the black Hill tuesday i participated i i think mm. it's a, a an too, interesting yeah. uh experiment and and step forward yeah however he's he's far too educated and informed to be bogged down by something as ultimately trivial as yeah. that you know what exactly. i mean like he yeah. he's when he speaks it's with such authority that oh man mm-hmm. if you're and also He's a sick, he's a sick rapper. He's a, he, he's, yeah. he's dope. Run the jewels is awesome. And he's, yeah, he's been killing it for since the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, more power dude, I him. keep, keep doing what you're doing. 
I have a lighter positive vibe as well. This woman is so funny. Sarah Cooper. Now, you're not on Twitter, really, <laughs> Gary, no, right? Not at all. So, man, this chick is a comedy genius. So, basically, what she does is she'll take snippets of, like, uh, a Trump um, press – not press, really, but press statement. Mm -hmm. And she'll only take the audio uh, and then, like – dub it over or uh, over her mimicking him oh, yeah. but in yeah. the funniest way possible so it's it's tough for me to do it justice we'll have a clip in the bottom corner here i'll mm -hmm. find one for you they're so funny and her thought process is basically like take all the pomp and circumstance out of him being on a literal podium and and it's not even necessarily political like it's just so ridiculous and absurd and she does she takes all the certainty out of the way he says it mm -hmm. um and it, it dude it's just part it's so funny once you watch one you'll just go down the rabbit hole of watching all their stuff so if I'll you're not familiar with, man if you're not familiar with sarah cooper it is so clever and funny what a great idea i can't believe no one had done it yet like that mm -hmm. is when we rip on tiktok that is its best product there is like, some gold there but it's like yeah. very yeah very that's very hard that's the ceiling yeah but staying on the 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 comedy vein another mm -hmm. positive vibe of the week is i watched um on netflix um dave chappelle's like acceptance for for the mark twain prize oh yeah and, and, and that is a solid like it's like an hour and really? a half like kind of documentary and they're like mm -hmm. they're going in and out of like they're they're doing the acceptance speeches like um neil brennan has a speech and mm -hmm. um, they go back and forth between like the actual um, ceremony, and then they go to like the like clubs that um, Dave Chappelle came up in, and mm -hmm. he's like doing stand up there, and it's it's really well really well made, and that's it was it was funny, but also very insightful on how like Dave Chappelle kind of rose the ranks and got to where he is, but. The Mark really Twain acceptance speeches at large are They're always all so amazing. well done. Yeah. I haven't seen the Dave Chappelle one. I've seen the Will Ferrell one, the David Letterman one, and the Tina Fey one. The Tina Fey one is is awesomely well done. Yeah. Um, and again, if you're not familiar with Vibes of the Week, this is our our customer service lifestyle corner of the Juncture Magazine, mm -hmm. or the, not the the Run Amok podcast. So basically, these are your your little tips for escapism this week. Morning. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that will make your day. A Dave Chappelle oh, or any of amazing. the yeah. Man, it's so fun. I don't really understand. Like, look, I've read some Mark Twain books, but I don't understand why he has a comedy award yeah. named after him. <laughs> I don't really get you that. You know what movie, I mean? It's kind of funny in itself. It is. It'll hold up. I got an ant crawling up my fucking leg. <laughs> Dude, I tried shaking him off. Just one leaf. Like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get violent out here. <laughs> this was supposed to be a peaceful podcast. And I got an ant crawling on my leg. Tried to shake him off. I tried to like. I tried to be peaceful about it. Tried, dude. My pants are cuffed. He almost made it up my pants. Oh God! Do you understand how devastating that would have been? My pants are cuffed. Hey, I can't you would have to take your pants easily. off outside. Outside, I got kids around here. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm in prison. <laughs> now you're on a list. I, in the because prison? I decided to podcast outside. I have to tell my neighbors every time I move. Yeah, that hardly seems fair. <laughs> that was a close call. My oh, life flashed before my eyes. We almost could lost I, you right like that. You would have been. Can I throw out an anti-vibe? Yeah, go for it. 
So it, a lot of my anti vibes are also vibes at the same time. A lot of the time. Well, they're, so, they're almost like biscuits of knowledge, if you will. It's like things, nuggets, to, little, things to stay away from, things to think about in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what I urge people to try, but be wary of during this quarantine, board games with friends. Mm. Board games with friends because it's a very fun time. Gary, you and I played some Catan yep. this week. I don't think it went very well for either of us, if I remember. No, it didn't go very well for either of us at all. And it's fun. It's fun, but at the end, it's 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 devastating and it often gets very heated because I can mm. you can you can say things but you're not in person. So I when I get oh man, sometimes I man, I get so upset at myself in Catan because I get Same. sucked in. I don't know if people are familiar with Catan. I get sucked into the stupidest ways of playing, like the least nuance because mm-hmm. dude, I want longest road because I can see it. <laughs> Look. Yeah. I got I got the longest road. I can see it on the board. I yeah. know that I've got it. Everything else, everyone else is going, "Oh, I got to be near the ports. Oh, I got to be manipulating this with this." Well, oh, the I know so and so plays like this. People are like so strategic about it. And I feel like you and me are just like, I got to have these couple things, and that's all I really know. I got to have the largest army because I can see it right in front of me. Or I got to have the longest road because, again, it's long as hell, dude. No one's beating that. Yeah. I have no no strategy or, like, foresight. (laughs) But the people we're playing with are just, like, 20 moves ahead. They're like, oh, my plan's coming together. I don't even have a plan. Three turns into the game, and it's (laughs) over. Yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm out of the game. I'll be boxed in to one little corner of the board. And you're done. And I've got to sit there hearing these guys laugh in my ear. Yeah. They're like, oh, David can't go anywhere. (laughs) I know I can't go anywhere. I understand. The the one so, thing, the one nice thing though about doing them over Discord, like we mm. do, is when you're losing like that, you could just tune out and watch like YouTube or like Netflix. So which I that, tried, which was why I was doing. I was just tuning yeah. out. I wasn't even playing the game at that point. Dude, I tried doing that, and then and then you got people like David. It's your turn. It's your turn because they're actually still trying to win. Yeah, like, dude. I'm I'm too yeah I'm tuned out I'm not invested and you got the pressure to like but I know what you mean I can do other in stuff in person it's just so demoralizing you're just sitting there just you, sitting there no conversation is to be had because everyone's thinking about their strategy and trying to make trades can I leave yet can I yeah can I just quit like yeah <laughs> that's how like, dude next time we play I'm gonna quit three turns in <laughs> as soon as something doesn't go my way at all oh. as soon as I kind of don't think I can dude I've got another ant on the same. Maybe it's the same one. Let this be a warning. Don't podcast outside. Anti-vibe. Anti-vibe. It's these fucking ants. What do they What are ants doing? I'd like, okay, so medical experts tell me how to deal with malaria. And people who maybe work in environmental sciences, what are ants doing, dude? Why do, why do we need them? I'm sure we need them in some capacity, but mm. I'd like to know why. You know I what would I'm like, like to what know are, why, too. Are they, are they doing something for the soil? Like, fuck ants, dude. <laughs> Let I mean, me know. Never what the had... hell are they doing? Dude, anti-vibe is people who have ant farms as well. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's so weird. You have that inside, too? You, If you break that thing, you are you have to move. But also, like, what is, what's the purpose? Like, what? It's so you can, I think, I think, they, I think ants have sort of, um a hierarchy mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see how they work amongst themselves maybe yeah so it's basically you know when they, it's just like the the dirt 
or sand and you see the ants working but through. what's what what like what when they run out of space what do you then do like they're not they can't work infinitely oh. I just like clearly have no idea. I would just clearly <laughs> never have that knowledge. It just seems if and anyone clearly, has an ant farm, try and like. If anyone has an ant farm, try and block argue Juncture your side. Magazine. Try and argue your side of the case. I want to hear your argument no, as to why. Block Juncture Magazine. <laughs> don't listen to this podcast. Block my personal account, and forget you ever knew. If you, dude, if you have an ant farm, if you break it by accident, I mean this sincerely. You have to move houses. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, your house is full of ants that have been cooped up and probably have some sort of animosity towards you now Definitely. because you've kept them in this one inch thick little piece of glass filled with dirt mm -hmm. in your dingy little room. So anti-vibe ant farms. Now I'm going to go, uh, man, that one went off the rails. <laughs> ant farms. I did not expect that. Um, vibe. Okay. This is one I've been fucking with, but I haven't done it myself. Tie dying at home. Mm. That's, that's just, super dope. Feel, like even just talking about it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, dude. Imagine, oh man, because I got some old shirts I'm never gonna wear again. Yeah. Uh, given given them the tie dye treatment offers new life. Like yeah. you could take a regular ass Denver Haze tea and yeah. turn it into a summer staple. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm you, on board with tie dyeing. I have tie dyed before. Is it tough? It's not that hard. You just like you. Like bunched There's up. There's no the way shirt. it's tough. What am I talking? No, it's about? easy as hell. Yeah. You bunch yeah. up the shirt. You put elastics around it. And you like dip the shirt in like coloring. I'm such a you, child. You wait like, for it, it to dry. <laughs> I've been letting a pie beat beat my ego to death for a month. Now I'm tie. I'm intimidated by tie dye. This is tough. You put a fucking elastic around and you dye it. Yeah. No, it's, it's not tough. Potentially the easiest thing there is to do. Yeah, I picked the wrong activities at summer camp. I'm like I'm so. I'm so uncultured. I've clearly just had every summer camp I ever went to instead of doing any sort of arts and crafts, just pick, we'll do double basketball in the afternoon again. <laughs> and then didn't, that really then made no use out of it. Too, yeah. 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 It clearly was worth it. All right. Let me hit you with another sick vibe. Now I'm not a big Oakley. This is our fashion vibe of the week. Mm. So I oh, and I got a devastating fashion anti vibe of the week as well. So oh boy. I'm not really a big Oakley's guy. I don't like how they, I don't like how modern Oakley's look. I personally hate them too. Yeah. Do you hate them? Yeah. So I think same we're on with the same those. Page. Like, um, what are they called? The ones that Riff Raff wears. They're, they're not Oakleys, right? Mm, oh, oh, the God. really thick ones, like no, this no, those suck but too. that's that's like the opposite of what I want. Yeah, like, look at these guys. I, I got I like a tight lens. I see, yeah, minimalist, sure. thin. Yeah. So, dude, the Oakley eye jacket redux, man. I'll throw so up a picture. Dennis, you put it in the bottom corner. Yeah. Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan both wore them in the '90s. Michael Jordan wore them to one of. The championship title parades. I believe it was 1998, and they are the most fire sunglasses of all time. They are very expensive. Really? I hope that one day I am in a place where I can where I can splurge. But it's tough. It's a young man's sunglasses too. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta you gotta hurry up this. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We gotta get some <laughs> some heater ads for this. We gotta yeah. stop messing around with like. Oh, this podcast is brought to you by Chris Harrison's mom and bullshit like that. We got to get some <laughs> high paying ads. We yeah. need Nike. We need Oakley. Oakley sponsor the pod because these up? things, they're going to be in the bottom corner. And they're, they, oh, man, sometimes the 90s 
what I'm more interested in with 90s fashion more than anything else <clears throat> is the shape of stuff more than the actual look. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the clothes were tailored in such a perfect way. Like the the loose fitting suits, but they're high waisted and and the nineties uh, is such yeah, the, the fashion from the nineties, like everything seems to be loose fitting but also small. Like fitted. Like yeah, fitted. Loose fitting but fitted, which doesn't really make sense, but yeah, no, it's totally how it was. And I yeah, so, I fuck with it. Do you have do you have another vibe or anti vibe? Uh, I think going along with the 90s fashion, I really want to get, you know, the old um, Mighty Ducks logo. Oh, yeah. I want a sweater with that on it or like a yeah, hat or something. Tight. I really like the purple and white and like green yeah. that color scheme is just so sick. And I need yeah. I need a hat or like a sweater or something or both. Yeah, I think maybe a yeah. full tracksuit. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. Sick. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I th know what I think would be sick on. Know what I think would be a cool look you don't really see in uh, in fashion right now. Dudes wearing and bear with me here, like a cropped hoodie, mm -hmm. but you wear like a, a t-shirt underneath, underneath it, like it, a yeah. fall look. You know what I mean? Like you're wearing like plain white tee. Think about that logo on like a cropped hoodie, and I then you're wearing a like plain white tee. I can see it with I no shirt underneath too. Holy shit! Okay, okay. For you a late be night chiz, though, you can't be dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that is a look where you have to be like straight up, extremely fit and attractive. Yeah. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't even just be. You got to be. You you have to be. You can't even be Zac Efron. You have to be cooler than Zac Efron. But you also, yeah, you can't be off. that thick either because Zac Efron is pretty like large I, it's it's almost at this point unwearable it, it's it cool on maybe something that like a mannequin a perfectly mm -hmm. formulated man mannequin yes, yes interesting interesting vibe i can see it, oh though. man nilifer yanya now when i say that name some of you are probably thinking did he just sneeze <laughs> is he having a stroke um what language was that no it's a name of a musician now I'll I'll spell the name. It's L or N I L U F E R. Last name Yanya, Y A N Y A. Now she is a London-based singer. We're going to be writing about her, or I have written about her for the June issue of Juncture Magazine. And dude, she is—I would honestly hazard to say—perhaps one of the greatest young artists in the world right now she really? is so good man she has this this really deep smooth bluesy cadence and but but it's mixed with this really choppy diction so it's a smooth voice but she kind of chops it up with her words lyrically she's incredible she has a, a full discography right now she's uh what three eps and an album so really solid for a, a young she has, a, artist. she has a tiny desk concert too she does. Yeah, her Stephen Colbert. Hold on one sec. Gotcha, bitch. All right. Yeah, her, her Tiny Desk is really good. Her Stephen Colbert performance is really good. Stephen Colbert low-key has the greatest musical performances in late night, and I don't even think it's close. Him and Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has some Jimmy Fallon is really good. Ones. I think The Roots being there helps him a lot. Definitely. I don't know what John Baptiste sort of pull in the industry is because uh, mm -hmm. he's obviously lead Stephen Colbert's band. Yeah. Um, I wonder how big a role that plays. I don't know. Don't you think? In, I feel in like it definitely plays a big arts? role. Yeah, Especially having the probably, roots because they have, they have the connections for sure. Uh, just 
unlimited influence. Mm-hmm. Like the roots, yeah. Do the roots reach out to any artist? They're getting a response. Hundred percent. So Nilifer Yanya, so good. Please check her out. She is maybe my penultimate five of the week. Uh, okay, so I got to ring it back to my negative vibe. And you'll notice that I've switched to my malaria covered yeah. hand, my non-dominant potting hand, because I got something to, to grab over here. So Ooh. I was reading an article on where was it from? It may have been Women's Wear Daily or GQ, maybe, maybe vote. I, it was somewhere. And they were talking about this uh, designer that was was big in the 80s, I believe. Um, and then they're now coming back with a new collection named Zuli Bet. Uh, Z or no, X U L I space B E T. And they do a lot of really cool, um, sort of tar like some of them are really well fitted and tailored, but some are really kind of tarnished, like they're non their runway stuff is kind of like frayed uh, mm-hmm. and has a really cool look like that. Like Kanye esque, so, or a, li- a little bit, a yeah. little bit for sure. And so I was thinking, oh, it's it's summertime. But I kind of I I fuck with this frayed aesthetic a little bit. Mm-hmm. So let's take a pair of the, I have these these kind of older linen pants that are like a really light linen material that yeah. I never wear because they they're like I don't know they just they're just kind of like a weird fit. Yeah. I love the material, perfect for the summer. So I said, okay, let's cut them up and make a frayed short. Yeah. Now it seemed like an easy idea, right? I'm not a tailor. Yeah, and even if you fuck them up, you don't wear them anyway. For sure. So I wore them for one day, Mm -hmm. and I loved them. I love. I they do. They looked so good. I went on a socially distanced walk with someone, and they they loved it. They complimented. The first thing they said when they saw me, those are fire shorts. I swear to God. First thing they said, I put them in the wash. Oh no! Did they unravel? They fucking unraveled so hard, dude. <laughs> they're fucked. Like, oh, they're just, yeah. dude, they're just ripped. You can't really, it doesn't really give it justice, but they're just like, they're like knotted within each other. Like, mm. I went from like slight Fred Flintstone vibes to meth addict under yeah. the highway bridge vibes. Not a vibe like, you want to go for. I look like Tom Hanks on Castaway. Like, I can't <laughs> wear them anymore. No. They're unwearable. So, I'm also asking for fashion expertise. So, so to give people the rundown, we're asking for a medical expert. We're asking for, oh, environmental experts to tell us about ants. Mm-hmm. And we're also asking for a fashion expert. How do I fray these and not have them fuck? Because I'm going to do it to another pair of shorts. These are getting burned. I literally just saved them for the podcast to yeah. show how bad I fucked up. But I'm thinking, oh, man, I don't know. I think next time I got to like just sew just above the fray. Yeah, I think that's I the move. That. Like yeah. a line just above the fray, so mm-hmm. then they can't unravel more, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we'll see how that looks. I'm gonna keep experimenting, but I think my to turn it into a vibe because with every negative vibe comes a nugget of a positive vibe. Frayed clothes. I think the fray is gonna come back in a big way. So, man, so me and producer Gary have decided. I think we're gonna keep it nice and tight because again, it's a time when people people's minds are very busy. And so we don't want to take up too much of your time, but hopefully this is an experience that's a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather for you to recharge. However, I'm going to give you a rundown of the topics we're saving for next week. Now, last week, 
we had some very hot takes, some new takes, some contemporary takes about Twilight. Oh, now yes. I have, I have huge updates mm. about my thoughts on the series and my personal experiences with with the series. My thoughts on Team Edward versus Team Jacob. I have a story on... to go into this. I was. Oh man, <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. You want to save for next week? No, no, no. Because I haven't. Okay, it, jump it in. Just involves watching like someone. Okay, I was watching. We were. I was in a Netflix party with someone. Yeah. There's a fucking fly in my house, bro. Okay. Dude. <laughs> this is the this is we're the being insect attacked. pod. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was in a Netflix it's party. Ant. Oh my. <laughs> I'm not sure. You can't make this shit up. Oh my All god. Right. Yeah, I was in a Netflix party and we were trying to decide what to watch. And this woman suggests Twilight. Just like you. Just like the same. That's same, insane. Same Get out exact of here. instance. Stop. But luckily, it was her first choice. I was like, nah, veto. Oh, oh, you got the veto. <laughs> Gary, dude, I thought this was going to be. Oh, man. Okay. So, what I will challenge you to do is go back. And try to get that Twilight viewership going because I want mm. that'll be our next run. I'll try, I'll be our try next my best. Yeah. I don't think it'll be hard. Yeah, I don't twist my arm. Yeah. Um, so my brief update I had an update regarding just the first half of the movie. Now I'm halfway through the second movie. So I've made some progress wow. and I'm kind so of ingratiated know, yeah. into the world. We're going very slowly. How many the movies I are there? Three? With, I have no idea. I still have no idea. In my mind, <laughs> I still can name three characters. Bella, Edward, Jacob. And you've seen the entirety of the first movie. I know there are more characters now. But the, See, not, when I started they don't the first really one, exist. I just don't know who they are. I know there are some doctor vampires. Spoiler alert. Wow. I know there are some bad vampires. I know spoiler there alert. are some, some werewolves who are a little bit morally ambiguous at the point I'm at in the movie at the moment. Okay. A little tough to read. Um... And and Jacob is just shirtless all the time now. I guess that's just seriously. I'm not kidding. He just that's runs why around people are the city. Jacob. He just he just runs around the town shirtless. Yeah. He just literally his whole existence is running from place to place shirtless. Sometimes is it a surprise he does it. why women like this, like 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 these series. Yeah, I gotta say the playlist in the first one is god awful it should be tried at a criminal court like the highest court i want it tried at like by the un for acts of terrorism it's the worst playlist i've heard in my goddamn life second movie far it's decent playlist so so i'm not hey we'll do the full review that's a little teaser full review next episode i also got into a little bit of a rivalry with a five-year-old girl at my running track this running track has Dig, dug up all sorts you have of so many beefs with people under the age of 12 i know it's almost yeah, alarming it's, it's an unfortunate theme for sure it's not something i'm proud of but it's something i'm, I'm willing to bring up and that and that speaks volumes about it the really authenticity does. of this podcast um and we're going to talk about broken Re- the broken record podcast we're going to talk about radio freestyles mm-hmm. um and what else Oh, we're going to talk about vests. So that is a sp- sp- interesting episode. and whatever and what, whatever else comes yeah, up. Yeah, whatever on the podcast else happens during week. the week. But I'm I'm actually um, excited for next week now that you gave me the rundown. Dude, there we go. That's how you do it. So yeah. again, please donate to uh, uh, 
wherever wherever you see fit. Again, we we're not experts, but my personal my personal recommendation: ACLU, NAACP, the Harriet Tubman Community Organization. Those are just the places that I know put the money to good use. Mm-hmm. Um, again, do your reading uh, and figure out from people who know far better than us the best and most effective ways to protest. Also, Reads. as a like kind of alternative to donating is supporting like locally black owned businesses as well. Great point. Absolutely. And you don't have to go through any organization at all. You could just go straight to the, the source. So do some research into yeah. that. And then, yeah. Great point. Just educate point. yourselves, people. That's all you can really educate do. yourself. Uh, if you have any spare time, you want to get a little bit of escapism in your life. Junctionmagazine.com to read volume eight of our free online magazine. Thank you guys so much for listening. Gary, remember. A weapon never flies at night unless it has malaria. <laughs> Peace. Hey, we'll run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. Manner.